Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. Well, we're back. we still got more to talk about in this freshwater mermaid story. Not only do we have this episode, but we have at least one more. And I believe I can wrap it up in five episodes. Today's episode was completely made up on the spot, like I used to do in my storytelling. And I enjoyed it. I had a good time with that. And I hope you enjoy it as well. I hope it gives you what you thought would happen in the story. But I also kind of wish it gives you what you didn't think in the story. And as we conclude next week, we will move on after that to short stories again. And I've kind of found this freeing option to just sit and tell the story. And we'll see if I can continue to do that in short stories. Obviously, I have to have the themes and the topics. And if you have any ideas of things that you want to hear about, give me a few pieces of the story. Who are the characters? What's the plot? Or what's the topic? Or whatever it might be. Give me some feedback. Send me an email. It's storiesfromthewoods at outlook.com. I'll take that feedback, and I'll try to make a story out of it for you. Otherwise, I'll just keep using my imagination to create new stories. And you do the same. Create your own stories in your mind. Tell them out loud. Write them down on paper. Whatever it is. Because you can create something just like I can. Hope you enjoy the fourth chapter of this story. Chapter 4 of the Quest for the Freshwater Mermaid. As they sailed back home on the freshwater lake, Lunar would look out occasionally on the water, and on occasion he would catch a glimpse of the mermaid flapping her fin in the water. It gave him encouragement to go home. He didn't really care about Nolvar and what would happen to him. He only cared about seeing the mermaid for one last time, and he hoped that time would not be truly the last time at all. When they arrived back, Janice was quick to greet them on the shore. He was excited to see that Nolvar was in hand. Janice said, let me take him now. But Lunar said, no, I need to make sure he's going to get a fair trial. That is what he has requested, and that is what we should do to be fair. All right, said Janice, not too happy with that discussion, but he concurred and said, fine, you can bring him to the prison, you can guard him, and we'll make sure that we have a fair trial on hand in the next couple days. Janice stormed off. Lunar talked to Tatum. I need you to watch over Novar. I need you to keep him safe. I will do that, said Tatum. And where will you be? I'll be around, but I do need to take some time away to think and make sure that when I come back, I observe and have the right tools available to make sure this is a fair trial. Okay, said Tatum. And they parted ways. They thanked their crew on their way back to their homes. Lunar had a tough night of sleeping. He thought much about the mermaid and for his visit tomorrow, back near the cliffs in a secluded beach, not that far from town. 
He got up early in the next morning and walked there. He didn't feel like anyone was traveling behind him. He had to make sure he was alone. And finally, he made it to the shore, and instead of going up towards the cliffs like he did previously, he went down to the beach, and he went and sat on that rock out in the shallow water where he had seen the mermaid sit not too long ago. He just looked out upon the lake, pondering what he was doing, what his plan was when he would see her again, as well as how was he going to ensure Janice did not do anything that would create any corruption or anything that was deceiving. He didn't trust his brother that much, probably a little bit more than Nolvar, but that was about it. His brother always did seek power and had a hard time dealing with losing at anything. Finally, after some time of listening to the waves crash along the shore, he heard a different splash. The splash of a mermaid tail. And he saw her come up. And she sat up next to him on the rock. And he just looked at her for a while and smiled. He was happy. What is your name? he asked. You never did share that with me the other night. Yeah, I don't usually like to share that. The less attachments the better it is to depart ways. But you, you seem to be the most honest man I've met. Now, I can't say I've met a lot of honest men, or men in general, but you are true to your word. I don't see anybody else around. My name is Milena. Milena, what a nice name. How did you come to be in these waters? Share with me again. I needed something different, and I wanted to try something different. For most mermaids say you can't live in fresh water, but I've proved them wrong. I've lived here for many months now, and I've seen many things, and I think this water might be actually the best thing for me. Why can't I come with you? Why can't we go find an island that's secluded, and I live on land, and you come visit from water? And you go off and do your travels on water, and I will do mine on the sea. Why can't we do that? It is a tough relationship to have with a man. As you mentioned, I live in water, and you live on land. We could try to make it work, but I just don't think that it is fair for either one of us. What would we be? A mermaid and a human together just doesn't seem right to me. Well, they're mermen. Is that true, or is that just a tale? Well, there are mermen, but there are very few of them. And they are not quite as gentle as you are. We only see the mermen every five years. We meet up in a central location, and that is the time for us to greet each other again. But that's not for a few more years, and I fear my people would be very concerned if I had found my time and relationship with a human. But I can tell you this, that we can be friends. I can give you the special call to call my name. And I can come when you are in need. But I think it is probably best that we keep ourselves apart. As much as that makes me sad, said Lunar, there's much more to life. And I don't want to be always seeking you. And I think being up front is the best thing possible. I'll find my way. 
But I will reach out every once in a while if I do need someone to talk to and someone to help me. It was nice to see you again, Melina. As well as you, Lunar. And now I know that mermaids are real, but I don't need to share it with others. Your secret is safe with me in my heart. Oh, I'm sure you will falter at one point in your life, said Melina. They all do. You might keep the secret longer than most. But I believe you will tell the tale sometime in your life. Whether it's to others in your band of friends, or whether it's to your child a long time in the future. It's time for me to go off before anyone decides to come here. Thank you for being so kind, and thank you, said Lunar, being so willing to meet with me. Good luck in your travels in the water, and I pray that you have safe travels, always. The best of luck to you, Lunar, and I just give you a word of advice. Beware of those that you hold tight to your heart. There's some of them can be the most devious. And she dove off into the water, when she got about a hundred yards out, she turned and waved, and he waved back, and then she was gone. Malena, the mermaid. I can't tell you if he will ever see her again or not. That's not part of this story. But what is part of this story is how Nolvar will be treated. Lunar headed back to town. He met up with Tatum, and Tatum was watching over Nolvar as he asked. He thanked him and said he would relieve him for the time being, so Tatum could go see his family and spend some time with them. And Lunar sat by the cell of Nalvar and looked at him as he slept. This concludes Chapter 4 of The Quest for the Freshwater Mermaid. If you enjoyed this story or any of our other stories on the podcast, please leave a review and share your experience for others to see. Or share the podcast with friends and family that you believe will enjoy this podcast. This podcast features the song A Dinner and a Rabbit by Mute Stare, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. We hope you enjoyed this episode from the Stories from the Woods podcast, and as always, continue to listen to our next episode.